yeah. but it's just an estimation. Yeah, 250 plus, which is very, very illegal for the streets. Yes. Yeah. So, Anthony, I have a question for you. Okay. Are you going to get the base reservation? We get to put down 50000 uh, no, 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 no. Or... <laughs> The 2OC, the show that covers the things we love from two parts of the world, Orange County, California, and Orange County, Florida. Welcome to episode 28. This episode of 2OC, we talk about Back to Bill and Ted's excellent Last Star Terminator, League of Justice, and shut up and take my money, Elon. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Finally nailed that intro. <laughs> I know. Took like 20 takes. Uh, yeah. Well, not close. How's your week been? I don't know. It's been a weird week. There's lots of really interesting news. Right? Uh, especially, uh, I think it's all future news. Yeah, I, you're right. And I, I was trying to avoid putting that in the intro, but yes, it's almost all future stuff. Yeah, like I, I got some of the topics that I want to talk about this week, and it's all future. But I do have one that is specifically that comes out today, which is EA's Star Wars Battlefront. Oh, two. yeah. All the Star Wars nerds are going crazy right now. Yeah, so you heard about this story, right? Yeah, something about the the dlc yeah so let me just recap real quick so ea star wars battlefront 2 is finally out today but they had a little soft launch for the past two weeks so during the soft launch players had the chance to play the game in its full features and they had a couple of unlockable characters that can only be achieved by putting time and effort to receive them and it takes about 40 hours to get some something like darth vader mm-hmm or in this case, if you're really hardcore and you have a lot of money, you can just pay the money to unlock it. Right. The whole uh, pay-to-play pay to kind of thing. Yeah. pay-to-win. But, but that kind of caused a whole uproar because you're paying money for this video game, which is about 70 bucks, mm-hmm. And they're asking you for another $80 just to unlock a character. So the, this whole $80 problem kind of sparked an uproar on Reddit threads. So, you know, EA had a representative that came out and, you know, went on the, uh, on the Reddit board to, like, kind of calm the whole situation down by saying, hold up, you know, this is still an early start of the, the game because it, it hasn't been released yet. Mm-hmm. So we still have time to like you know fine tune everything, so uh, we hope you guys can you know calm down a little bit is basically what they're trying to say, but you know people took it very seriously in the whole community, and it just caused a whole bunch of people downvoting the comment. Yeah, I heard it was like, I heard it was like the most downvoted thing on Reddit or something like that. Yeah, which is crazy because this is never happened before i know like for all the uproar that trump got when he was elected this beat it yeah oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so it it kind of put ea in a pretty bad situation it it got to a point where you know one of the the people that are 
to stock an, an analysis in, in, in New York, they were looking at the, the exchange market for EA and they're, they're a little worried right now because, you know, all of these other stock market companies are, are going straight up and these guys are going down 7%. Okay, well, first off, this is totally a first world problem. Yes, <laughs> it is a first world problem. Because even though, yes, I mean, we've been on that side of, of uh, video games where they seem to price gouge you. Yeah, they're trying to milk you for money. Right. That being said, I don't see a problem with it because this is not something that you need to beat the game. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I have problem with whenever like it's, you know, they say, oh, you can beat the game without this. But it doesn't take you an insane amount of hours to do it. See, that I, I don't that that totally makes sense. But in this case, if you real, I you remember a couple times when it, we we played the beta for the previous game. Yeah. And you get to play the hero, and the hero is very powerful. Mm-hmm. They can pretty much change the result of the game, and this is right. an online game. Right. So I guess it is a big issue for a lot of people because you're unlocking Darth Vader. Um, uh, so that I think that's a big deal. Well, I I don't know about I don't know enough about this version of Battlefront to say, to to know if the the hero or the boss characters have any like stat differences between each other, or yeah. if they're all, if they're all kind of balanced. Okay, so imagine you're you're playing a video game, let's say Overwatch, mm-hmm. and they had this really powerful weapon, and you can only get this powerful weapon if you is if you played like a lot of hours and you're able to unlock it, which is fine because you, you earned it. Mm-hmm. Right. But in this case, if someone was able, able to buy it for $80, $80 and then they're all of a sudden, you know, they're, they're more powerful than everybody. It doesn't feel fair. It means that everybody who is playing the game, uh, it's basically, they're, they're kind of like cheating. They're paying $80 to cheat. Okay. Oh, first off, you're, you're one to talk. <laughs> but the other thing too is, okay is the, are these the only is Darth Vader is Darth Vader and Luke Skywalker right were they the two the two ones in in contention yeah it, it's a bunch of other characters too but you know one of the big ones would be Darth Vader right so I was gonna say I'm willing to bet that the other characters that are easier to get than Darth Vader or Luke Skywalker are just as effective in the game. It's just that people want to be Darth Vader. I don't know. Mm, uh, yeah, it's it's really hard to say at this point because, I mean, the game finally came out. Yeah. So I don't really know a whole lot about it. But, I mean, from what people are saying is, you know, it, it's really not fair when, you, when the person who's paying $80 has an advantage. And realistically, $80 is a, a little... T- too much for a DLC. Oh, it's more than I mean, the game. A, a DLC is fine because you're you're getting a, a another game. But I'm talking about like you know paying to get something extra out of the gameplay. Yeah, eighty dollars is quite a bit. That I agree with. The price is way too steep because that's more than the game itself. Yeah, I'm okay if it's like ten or twenty dollars. That's fine. But eighty dollars is like you got to buy two games. A copy, like two copies of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, at least if you're 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 paying another eighty dollars, give another copy of the game so you can give it to your friend or something. You know, 
Well, that's the thing. I don't have a problem with DLC that costs that much, depending on what I'm getting. If I'm getting for like an expanded universe, essentially like the um, Destiny, if like you know the, we have the core game, and then now they're releasing the expansions, I'm fine with that because that just continues on the game. But DLC for a character that you can play in the regular mode, that's kind of weird, especially at that price. Exactly, and uh, that that's that's really harsh. Yeah, no, I agree. And not only that, you know, it, it kind of uh, puts EA in a position where, you know, people can speculate that all they care about is money, because in the past, well, all they've been, yeah, exactly, <laughs> they're a business. It, <laughs> yeah, which is you know understandable, but it kind of ruins the whole point of having all of these amazing studios make video games and then all of a sudden EA comes in and just buys everybody out and then those franchises seems to fall apart a really good example would be something that is dear to your heart which is Command and Conquer mm-hmm. that series is one of the best series of, of, of uh, strategy games ever made and the store was good the writing was good the game was super balanced and, you know, we, we really enjoyed Westport Studios, which is, you know, the, the studios that made Command & Conquer. Mm-hmm. So EA bought into it and then made one or two Command & Conquer games that just fell apart because that that whole vibe of Westwood Studios being there, all of the old classic creators are not in on the projects anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So... And another thing is that, you know, EA bought, like, a bunch of other companies, too, which I'm a big fan of, too. And it's just all gone now. But, see, that's more management than, or project management than anything. To say, to to punish or to scrutinize a company or to accuse them, you're only in it for the money. It's kind of like, well, duh, they're a business. That's their thing. Yeah, that's just how it is with corporate, I guess. You know, like yeah. uh, how the whole Stone Brewery type of thing going on in in San Diego. So yeah, it's thing. just it... monopolizing the business and making more money. But at the end of the day, I mean, usually these guys that are from these companies, they usually go out and create another company, you know, and start doing their own thing. Yeah, I mean, which it, is good too. The but. the gaming industry is very dynamic; it keeps changing. There. I would say what every five years you see like a completely different like environment with different companies it's besides the big the big companies like EA or Activision. Yeah. There's always little companies that pop up. See the the only thing that I do like to spend money on would be something like, you know, Magic the Gathering. Because you actually build your own deck and you have to uh pay money to buy these really cool decks is kind of like you going out to buy pokemon cards back in the day you know so which for that i'm okay with the only thing oh yeah besides pokemon cards the last one i started buying expansion packs for was cards against humanity oh okay that's the yeah that's the only game i've like bought expansion packs for besides pokemon and that's like a what 12 year gap (laughs) <laughs> yep yep exactly so since we're talking about uh cards against humanity uh which expansion packs have you gotten and uh is it an add-on to uh what you already have or what what, what stuff do you have for for that 
Uh, so I had the core pack, like the main one, the big the box, whatever. And mm-hmm. I bought the first two expansions, the little like decks, okay. the mini decks. So when did you start uh, buying this? The first, the actual first core deck I bought probably four years ago, and mm-hmm. the other two I bought like, because the main time I play it is during the holidays. So every holiday I'll probably buy another expansion pack to add to the deck before I take it to my family's house. Nice, cool. So, were you able to get anything weird out of it when you bought it? No, not that I know. Did I miss? So, have something? you heard? Yeah, have you heard any stories about uh, some of the weird stuff that they do? I've heard the the weird stories that they do, like as pranks, like the what, what was it called? The bag of shit. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> bag of shit. They do a lot of really weird stuff. Yeah. So. So, uh, you know, uh, one of the things was when people bought cards against humanity, there's a dollar inside. Just a random dollar? Yeah, a random dollar inside. And then sometimes when you buy the booster packs, mm-hmm. they have, like, blank cards where it's, like, both sides blank. Oh, so, like, still laminated and everything, but just blank. No logo. Yeah, they yeah, and they just do some really wait, weird... Wait, wait, wait. So, the one that had the dollar, does it actually still have the cards in it plus the dollar or just the dollar? Yeah, yeah, the c- cards and the dollar. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're not that messed up, but, I mean, even though they are. But, <laughs> you know how they have so many expansion packs, right? So, they made these bigger boxes. Mm-hmm. So, then you can fit all of them in there. So about this really long one, it's it's called the bigger blacker box. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the, yeah. So is, I bought is, that. Isn't that like the all the expansion packs in one or something like that? No, 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 no. It's just an empty box. Oh my god. Yeah. So, anyways, actually, no, 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 no. It it does come with like uh one expansion in there, and it's the only expansion that you can get in that pack alone. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of cool. You you do get something out of it, but uh, at the same time, you get something to hold. Most of your cards. And the reason why I say most of your cards, I can't fit all of them. Isn't that what what it was made for? It was supposed to fit everything, yeah. but because by the time I had extra stuff yeah. that came out, because I, I bought, I collected some of the expansions that, uh, that, uh, that was very limited. So <laughs> it kind of sucks because it, it didn't fit that. But anyways... The bigger blacker box had a secret that I didn't even know about. So th- it did come with like a, a pack that, you know, uh, that comes with it. And then there was in the instructions that, that, that they were talking about, like, oh, hey, here are some of the uh, a booster pack from this uh, deck that you just bought. And plus, there's some other secrets, too, that you can probably figure out. Um, just uh, keep looking. So I kept looking. I didn't see anything. And then I'm like, oh, OK, I found an extra card. But little did I know there was something else. So when you're saying like hit, is it like in the, in the padding or what? Yeah, there was. Okay, so I didn't even know about this until like uh, I I brought the box to uh, one of my cousin's uh, house to play, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh hey, oh my god, I think this is the box that everybody's been talking about." So if you open the box and then uh, look under the the top part of the box. On the inside, you can feel the edges of a card. Hmm. So I was like, uh, this is so weird. So then uh, we, we got like a knife and we opened it. And then I forgot what the card said. It, it was really cool, though. I was like, wow, I didn't even know it was in there. So is it just like one like hidden card or is there other, other stuff in the packs itself? In, in, the, in the packages? 
Okay, so there was the booster pack itself, and mm-hmm. then there's that hidden card in there. Okay. That's cool. Something something new. Something to look forward to for those that Yeah, listening. so wh- when you buy these things, make sure you, you check to see if there's anything weird going on. Well, the only ones I bought is like the plain, almost like a deck of cards box. It's not like a special package or anything like that. Yeah. So it's, it's it'd be hard to miss something. You know about their stunts that they do every year, right? I yeah, I just hear them. I, I hear them as they come along. It, some of it's so dumb. <laughs> yeah. So one of the ones that uh, is worthy of mentioning would be the one where they just said, "Hey, everybody, just give us your money for Black Friday, and uh, just give us your money." So everybody started giving them, you know, money, and they I think they got like seventy grand out of it, and then they split it with all of the employees. And it, it was actually 50-50 because a lot of them actually took the money and pocketed and then the others would just donate it into some type of charity. So it was like good and bad, but you know, it, it, these guys deserve it. They they do a pretty good job with their game, so. Well, and the funny thing is that they don't do anything bad with the money either. They'll mm-hmm. either do something that's really clever and funny, although really random, or they don't lie to you about what they're gonna do. Yeah. Like they, like you said right now, they said give us your money. People did. They never promised them they'd give them anything. Yeah. <laughs> and people were, you know, fortunate enough to just do what they said. Well, and there's the other one that I mentioned earlier, the bag, bag of shit, where yeah. people can order a bag of shit. People are like, oh, what could it be? It's literally a bag of shit, like dehydrated <laughs> yeah. shit. Yeah. Didn't you buy it? No, I did not buy that one. <laughs> okay, I know somebody that bought it. I can't. I might have seen it like on Facebook or Instagram. Wow. So, um, and then another one that they did last year was you know people donated money, and it would continue the the timer to where uh, they keep digging this hole in the middle of nowhere. That was the dumbest one. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry, you were into that one. I think. Oh my god, no. Yeah. So <laughs> I was like. Oh my god, are they going to keep digging a hole until it hits China? But no, they, they weren't. They were just digging holes, like a, a bigger hole and a bigger hole. Just uh, diameter-wise, not going down. Because if you're going well, down, to... you eventually hit some type of oil and it's going to splatter everywhere. Well, my concern was, the way they had it set up, it's the crane in the middle... And it was essentially digging a donut hole with the, with the crane in the middle. So I'm like, it's not going to go forever. Either the crane's going to reach like its its max and it can't reach further down, or that crane is going to fall into its own damn hole. <laughs> but it was fun while it lasted. Uh, they they raised like ninety something thousand out of it. Oh my god. Yeah. 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 I think the most recent one I heard was like, actually, actually this week. Did you hear about it? Yeah, there's one coming out uh, uh, that they already finished uh, raising money for. That's uh, the whole reason why I want to talk about it today. Ooh. Did you hear about that one? I want to know if it's the same one I heard that, that I'm thinking about. Okay, so this campaign is called Card Cards Against Humanity Saves America. So yeah, what they <laughs> Yeah, so what they So just to recap, what they did was they bought a piece of land at the border of the U.S. and Mexico. And they're hoping that when Trump wants to build that wall, that they would have to buy this land 
from the people that own it and who mm-hmm. would be the ones that own it cards against humanity <sighs> well two things okay and and i know they saw this coming because they hired a lawyer that specializes in imminent domain cases yes which is good because what they're doing next which was for this whole campaign is they asked 15 dollars from everybody so then they can send six presents throughout december which is a good thing you're actually getting something out of it and also they're using the money to uh put into this land that they're buying or they probably already bought it yeah i think they already Mm -hmm. bought it no but the thing is yes they can own it but the president can still claim eminent domain in which case it doesn't matter who owns it the government's going to take it and that's why they hire that lawyer that specializes specializes in imminent domain cases. Yeah, which is very interesting. I, I I'm really excited to see where this is gonna go. You know what? Win or lose, Cards Against Command is gonna get great publicity out of this. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I, I don't I don't think it even matters how much they made from this thing. It's just a publicity stunt. It always is. Yeah. <laughs> so enough right. with. Uh, Cards Against Humanity. Uh, you got anything else for us? Well, where do you want to go? Do you want to go entertainment or do you want to go tech? Let's change it up. Let's let's get into a little bit of the techie stuff this this week. Or last okay, night. So, last night, right? Yeah, last night. Yeah, so for the last week, uh, Elon has been teasing on his Instagram and probably other social media about a big announcement. And he showed like a... a a very dark picture with a silhouette, what looks like a giant, giant truck. So people were speculating: is this a, a you know, is Tesla going to the pickup truck business? Is, no, they they've been teasing with... this for quite some time. That uh, that picture has been out for since summer, because they they were supposed to announce it last month, but they they pushed it back because of all of the the uh, the delays for Model Three. Well, I'm going based on based off the Instagram comments. Oh, okay, yeah, but that picture has been that's around what, for a while. Well, that's well, he barely posted it, or posted it again, I guess. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it finally, came out that Tesla is going into the semi truck business. Yeah. So for since the last um time that he was on stage, uh, that was two and a half months ago when he was talking about the model three uh where he was delivering those cars to the people and Mm -hmm. one of the interviews that people asked him was so what's next uh what's really cool that you did this week besides uh model three and he's like uh i got to drive uh uh, those new tesla uh big rigs well, the thing is, <laughs> with Elon, you don't know if he's joking or if he's being serious because he has that type of humor. Yeah, but he, he's been working on this for quite some time now. Like, because uh, they have pictures of him um, driving other big rigs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So he was but, trying to test uh, with other stuff too. So. Well, and he's he's made it no secret. I think he he kind of mentioned it when they were talking about setting up power like the charge up stations throughout major highways mm-hmm. so people can do like road trips yeah he mentioned he mentioned the 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 semi semi trucks mm-hmm. 
or he mentioned that the semi trucks are that use up a lot of fuel and they pollute a lot. Yes. So it would make sense that he that that'd be tackled. That's what he would tackle. Did you see the specs on this truck, or even see the pictures? Yeah. So let's start with the the picture of it. Let's start with the design, the way it looks, and then we'll we'll get into the nitty gritty uh, specs. So uh, for me, I think it looks very sleek. I love the way it looks. It is a freaking spaceship on wheels. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically it's, a good way to put it. It's amazing, dude. And the in the interior, it's only for it's only a one seater, mm-hmm. but it looks so luxurious. You have the steering wheel in the middle with the Tesla logo, and then you have two monitors on either end of your cockpit, mm-hmm. telling your specs, your their navigation. And then you have your cup holder and all that on the right side. Yeah, and the cool thing is you can control everything on your phone while you're away. You can check the specs. You can check, like you said, stats of everything that mm-hmm. you need to know about your your truck. And, you know, even though we're never going to drive this thing, it's still really cool to see how he was able to design something for uh, something that... that a lot of people use we see a lot of trucks on the road so this has been something that needed to be addressed but nobody really tackled the whole issue of you know uh big rigs well everybody's just making it more powerful maybe maybe more aerodynamic but nobody's really redesigned it or reinvented it yeah but but no you you said you said we were never going to drive this however it still benefits us because there's so many safety features in this thing it it should prevent a lot of accidents and a lot of like highway like uh highway traffic yeah which is true so true yeah so but but the one thing there has to be i didn't see the presentation but there has to be cameras because there is no side mirrors on this thing oh yeah uh, if you look at the picture on the side at the very top on the left you see like a little black outline of a uh arrow type looking shape Oh, see, yeah, 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 that's the camera for okay. the two sides. I was gonna say, I'm like, this is not street legal. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, so the design is nice, very sleek, very. It, it looks like it's gonna. It, it looks like it's never gonna be outdated, because of the way that that it looks. No, and to add to the safety features of it, it also has a low profile mm-hmm. to prevent tipping. True. So I mean, if you've if you've driven, have you driven to Vegas? I'm pretty sure you've driven to Vegas. Yes, of course. Yeah. So if you've been to Vegas and or driving to Vegas and you get you hit those sandstorms or windstorms, even in a sedan, you feel those winds trying to push you. So you can only imagine how scary it is in a big rig. Yeah. So so low profile will help with that. Exactly, and it's very sleek in design because of uh, the aerodynamic of the 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 truck itself. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I I think. That's one of the reasons why they, they, they did it like that, because they wanted the truck to go the extra distance. So this aerodynamic shape of this truck will give it some extra horsepower. And at the same time, it, it it's not going to have a lot of drag force pushing the truck back. Yeah, they, they, they point out the drag coefficient with the against the Bugatti... Veyron. Is it, is it, no, not the Veyron. Is it Chiron or... Chiron. Chiron. C eight. Chiron. Yeah. Chiron. Yeah. Yeah. They compare the drag coefficient. The semi truck is more, uh, 
more slick than that. Yeah, which is really awesome. And even though, like, you know, the design of it, the the um, the glass in the front, it, it looks like it, if a rock would hit it, it would shatter because of uh, how slanted it is. Because, you know, mm-hmm. usually for cars, you have to have, like, a certain angle on the windshield. So then when yeah. the rock hits, it just deflects it by hitting hitting it into a different direction well in this case this one is just straight up so it looks like a wall so basically a rock would just hit it straight up and it could break the 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 windshield but however the windshield is um what is it called oh i forgot what he called it but yeah there was some tests on it uh tesla armor glass yeah okay so he said that it is atomic bomb proof he's I, yeah that's what he said he said this this windshield is atomic bomb proof that's how strong it is how much you want to bet that elon would be willing to make like a a box made out of this glass and put it on a testing range somewhere and and show people <laughs> look i can blow a bomb right next to it and it'll work yeah exactly <laughs> it, it, it would just explode everything and also now know where you see this truck coming at you Okay, so let's get into the, st- the specs here. Okay. So we already mentioned that it has a better drag coefficient than the Bugatti Veyron, which is a, a Chiron. Mm-hmm. Because it's... And that's a surprise because that's, the Bugatti is made for speed. That's its thing. So, okay, so more specs on this. 0 to 60 in 20 seconds mm-hmm. with a full load of 80,000 pounds. Which is a lot. That's pretty much the max that you can fill a big rig. Yeah, you'll see those numbers. If you ever if you ever get stuck in traffic behind a big rig, you'll see those numbers on their cargo thing. Yep. Uh, let's see here. It can have mileage range of 300 to 500 miles. Which is very good because everywhere that you need to go, you have to stop somewhere to recharge or, you know, refuel. Well, I think this is where, gonna, where it's going to have its limitations for now. Mm-hmm. This is probably going to be for local deliveries. Uh, not local deliveries, but like, like in the probably, state. Yeah, yeah, within within the within the state, you're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then charge up at the station wherever it is. However, cross country driving, this might not be ready yet, unless Elon already has something in mind for that. Well, by the time these things roll out. Well, so far, uh, the full charge. Well, not really full charge. Uh, on a thirty minute charge, you can get four hundred miles out of it. So you can pretty much go from California to Las Vegas in without even refueling. Yeah, which is good. So, uh, I I mean, that that's a, that's a that's a, well depending on the on on the range, but I think that gets better mileage than my car on a full tank. Yeah. Yeah, this is uh, it's insane, dude. I the the thing is, I I'm scared to see how much this is gonna cost. I think it's around five hundred thousand. I see something about fuel savings of two hundred thousand, but I don't see any other numbers about how much it actually costs. Yeah, but here's the thing: so if you have a big regular uh, big rig, and you're trying to refuel the whole entire tank, it takes about fifteen minutes to fill up the whole entire tank. But during those fifteen mm-hmm. minutes, uh, usually those truck drivers are going in to grab something to eat or playing on the slot machine while you know it's being refueled before it goes back 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. But eh, we'll see though. Yeah. Uh, what else do I want to say about this? So you eh. you, you mentioned that um, it was zero to sixty in twenty seconds. Twenty seconds. Mm-hmm. With a full load. With a full load. Yeah. And the the energy consumption is so freaking stupid, dude. It's less than two kilowatts per hour per mile. Yeah, which is insane. Honestly, you can be driving probably 60, 60 miles, 60 miles an hour, and you'll be wasting about the same amount of wattage as a as a hundred watt light bulb. <laughs> it's crazy. I, I guess you know once you build that momentum, you you're not going to use a lot of energy, you know. Yeah. And you have all that weight in the. Yeah, you have all that weight being distributed from from the back. Uh, I I really think this is gonna be more for private companies, uh, say Tesla for instance, that want that PR image of being eco friendly and being futuristic. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of truck drivers they own their own truck, and I don't see them doing this kind of investment yet. At least not for a private private owner. Yeah, I think a lot of the corporate companies are, are, are purchasing this as we speak. Uh, one of the early adopters would be someone like Walmart. And uh, uh, I would say I was gonna say Costco, but yeah, so those kind of big big box companies yeah. that do a lot of lo- do a lot of local deliveries. Yeah, and it kind of makes sense because that that's the market that they should get into because those are the companies that that need these type of uh, vehicles. If, mm-hmm. if you go into the Tesla website, you're not going to find any links to the semi. But the only way to get to it is if you type in tesla.com slash semi. So, um, but if you do go onto the Tesla website, you would find another vehicle that they also unveiled at this event. Yes, you're talking about the Roadster, right? Yep, the sexy, sleek Roadster. That surprised everybody that he, uh, Elon's been teasing for the past year and a half. Which I thought was going to be minor modifications, but he did a nice revision on the classic Roadster. Yeah, and he chose a really good time to actually unveil this car because, you know, they've been having a lot of really bad press lately, and because of him doing the classic Steve Jobs one more thing type of uh, event it kind of stir things up to you know bring everything back up to speed is it me or does it seem like Elon has to constantly tell people look I'm doing shit do not <laughs> like don't, like why are you still doubting me like I'm not just talking I'm doing stuff yeah he has a lot of stuff on his hands but I mean yes we do know that he's doing a lot of stuff I'm just I'm just getting tired of reading those articles I was saying Elon Musk announces blah blah, blah. But can he really do it? I'm sorry, dude. Like, when has he not done something he says he's gonna do? Yeah. The only <laughs> like, thing is that you know he 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 delays on the projects, but that's that's another thing yeah. too. But he's 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 very he does a really good job of being transparent when it comes to stuff like this. Yeah. He's constantly posting. I mean, even with SpaceX, he po- he did a freaking montage of all the rockets they've that that have blown up during their tests. Yeah. <laughs> very open about it too yeah like he he makes fun of himself on the mm-hmm. 
So, okay, so this one, I think the biggest selling point, at least appearance-wise, is the glass sunroof. Retractable sunroof. Mm-hmm. That converts into a convertible. Yep. Uh, specs on this. Uh, Bugatti Chiron can go from 0 to 60 in 2.5 seconds. Which is a very, very fast car. The Roadster, the Tesla Roadster, can do it in 1.9 seconds. Which is insane, because... <laughs> if you look at the video, it looks like you're fast-forwarding. It's yeah, dumb, yeah, it, and there's no noise. Yeah, this is all editing from Final Cut or uh, Adobe Premiere. There's no way that's real. But yes. It's like a Snapchat filter that speeds the, the speed stuff up. Yeah, exactly. But in reality, that's what it is. 1.9 seconds. So the cool thing that uh, Elon kind of mentioned is that, you know, 1.9 is just the base model. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, I, I think if there was more modifications to the car, it can even be faster than 1.9 seconds. Yeah, and even here it says that their top speed is over 250 miles per hour. They don't specify how, specify how much, yeah. but it's just an estimation. Yeah, 250 plus, which is very, very illegal for the streets. Yes. Yeah. So, Anthony, I have a question for you. Okay. Are you going to get the base reservation? We get to put down 50000 uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> or, or... Are you going to put all your money into the Founder Series prize, which is only the first 1,000 Roadsters, for 250000 See, that, that's really tough to say because I don't even know, you know, the, the full specs of everything and what, what type of uh, options I, I'm allowed to pick. I mean, if I okay. had all the money in the world, yes, I would totally put my money down. I would totally say, hey, Elon, take all my money, you know? But so you're gonna be frugal and be like, you know what? I'm gonna say a two hundred thousand dollar version for now until Elon impresses me with a two fifty. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So the thing that I was really, really interested about was the mile range on it. It is a ridiculous oh, mile range. Yes, six fifty. Uh, I was seeing I was seeing six twenty, but either way, that's three times as much as the original Roadster, right? Because wasn't oh four times as much. Oh, I think yeah. the original Roadster only got like one hundred and fifty. Yeah, less than that. <laughs> it, well, it was much. They, what they expanded, what they exp- well, no, because they quickly upgraded it. You're right. The original one was like ninety, a hundred, mm-hmm. and then they upgraded to one hundred fifty, and people were kind of still going. One hundred and fifty is still not a lot. Yeah, and plus the technology that was in the uh, the old Roadster was a little bit of everything. It wasn't just an electric car. It was kind of like a hybrid of everything. And, yeah. and it's very interesting because there's three motors inside this new Roadster. So there's a lot of torque going on. There's a lot of uh, uh, stuff going under the hood. Not really the hood. It's more under the car because there's really mm-hmm. no hood. I mean, there's a little compartment where you can put stuff, but that's pretty much it. So, so far, I, I guess they didn't really try to say anything else much, but did you see the interior of it at all? I mean, they didn't really go over it that much, but I did see some really cool stuff that I I was like, oh, okay. What's that? The steering wheel was one thing. Yeah, steering I wheel. Couldn't get a clear, I couldn't get a clear shot of it, but it, it looks, from the side angle, it looks really sporty. Yeah, it looks like those uh, those classic control like wheel controllers 
to fly planes. No, I was thinking. I think Formula One is the one that has those kind yes, of. Yes, Formula One does have those wheels. It's like a rectangle wheel instead of like a circular one. Yeah, that was very like, interesting. It's like, it's like the, it's like the wheel saying no i will not waste extra space or material on this I, you <laughs> only need this two parts to grab and that's it yep exactly yeah uh yeah, like, i can't wait again and elon i trust yep but i don't know when we're going to be able to get our hands on one of those cars very expensive and it's going to take another two years until that that one comes out so enough talking about uh, Tesla. That's a lot of tech talk for just two really vague things that they were talking about. But uh, yeah, excuse me, Elon has earned it, all right. <laughs> <laughs> that man is insane. Yep. So other than that, that, let's talk about movies. All right, movies. Uh, so two big announcements that happened just for the last. 24 to 48 hours mm-hmm. uh fan- the new fantastic beast sequel has finally been named yeah i'm so excited for this sequel because i love the first one so the sequel is gonna be called fantastic beats the crimes of grindelwald and grindelwald was referenced in the original harry potter series mm-hmm. uh when where when Dumbledore was talking about the, some letters or something like that, I, yeah, because he he was so basically the Voldemort before Voldemort. Yeah, which is gonna be played by Johnny Depp, so I'm kind of excited about that. Yeah, and we did get a glimpse of him at the very end of the movie in the first one, which is uh, uh, very interesting. I, I I really liked uh, that Johnny Depp was playing this because I I think he gives a little edge on playing villains. He, he has that kind of, whoa, he's not all there kind of image. Mm-hmm. He's a little unstable. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just scared, which Johnny Depp is a great actor. A little weird, but a great actor. I just don't want him to do, uh, uh, what you call it, a Jack Sparrow with some wizard talk. <laughs> I, I just saw Murder on the Orient Express, and I think that he was pretty good in that one, too, even though he had a very small part in it. Really? So, uh, I was kind of disappointed. I thought, considering that he's, he's like, right in the front on the movie poster, I thought he was going to have a bigger part. I mean, he, he was pretty much the the whole shebang for the the plot, but that was pretty much it. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, the next big piece of news, which I don't know how you're gonna feel about this. Uh, did you remember playing a game called Rampage yes. in the arcade? Yes, e- e- everybody played it. It was twenty five cents uh, after a while when nobody really wanted to play with it anymore. Did you see? There's a movie for it now. Yes. <laughs> I, I did you I, see the trailer? Yes, I, I I seriously don't know what to say. I I I saw the trailer. Be honest. Be honest. <laughs> I'm happy that they have the three monsters. Yeah, I know. I was. I, I thought they were gonna leave out the, the crocodile. Yeah, uh, I'm. I'm. I'm happy for them to bring it back at, at some point. Uh, it's a very classic game, but I. I don't know what to say, really. I. I, okay, so. I hope it lives up to uh, something better than San Andreas. It's weird. 
You like hanging out with animals more than people. Yeah, well, animals get me. I rescued George when he was two years old. George never would have survived on his own. He definitely trusts you. Last night, George was seven feet and weighed 500 pounds. George, you okay, buddy? You're scared. It's okay. This morning, he's nine feet pushing a thousand. What's happening to my friend? Are you familiar with genetic editing? Changes will be incredibly unpredictable. Is he the only one? Oh, you didn't know about the 30-foot wolf? <laughs> Day, huh? Science experiments falling from the sky. Having George on that plane is a big mistake. I think we'll be all right. Let's go save the world. It's coming back to me. You have to evacuate Chicago. George didn't ask for this. They're gonna put him down. That's not happening. Thinking the only thing that's missing right now is a giant crocodile. Okay, so by now I've already played the trailer in the in this uh in this podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just say it's San Andreas with monsters. It's the same director, so I think we're getting the same feel. For the exact I feel like we're movie. getting the same effects. Yeah, it looks exactly the same. <laughs> and they were trying to do a slight kind of like um Planet of the Apes with Caesar, like the like the the heartfelt uh companionship between a man and his and his gorilla. Yeah, that's true. It it does remind me of uh Planet of the Apes. But it falls so short so short. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, so it's gonna be. I mean, it's a good cast. Mm-hmm. That being said, the story at least much to be desired. So in this movie, we have uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Mm-hmm. They might remember from, uh, oh my God, what's that? Well, the zombie, the zombie show. Why am I The Walking Dead? Wow, wow that was terrible of me. <laughs> <laughs> that one thing the kids watch nowadays. Uh-huh. And also, he was uh, in uh, Watchmen. Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, who just goes by Dwayne Johnson nowadays, mm-hmm. and The Rock went every now and then. What the hell's going on with him? Uh, from almost every other Disney movie that's not animated, <laughs> <laughs> Joe uh, Joe Mangelano, mm-hmm. Mangelo, Mangelo, Ma- eh, I can't pronounce it. 
uh, Naomi Harris and Marley Shelton. See, I'm a big fan of Naomi Harris. I think she's very underrated. Where were they north from? She was in Pirates of the Caribbean. Uh, oh, I just saw a picture. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's in a couple other movies too, which I liked. But uh, she was Inspector. Yep, she was Inspector. Yeah. Uh, she was also yeah. in uh, one of my favorite movies, Ninja Assassin. Throwback. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm. I was excited when I heard there was a Rampage movie, and then I quickly remembered what the game was about, and I cringed. And then I cringe some more as I saw the trailer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I think they're uh, just trying to get more monster movies out there. So, I mean, it's always good I, to have something. I, I think movie studios promised The Rock he'd be in X amount of movies, so now they're just trying to come up with whatever they can to throw him into it. Yeah, I mean, he's he's good. He, he's good as the main lead. He's charismatic. He's yeah. charismatic, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what his, what his actual draw into the theater is nowadays. Yeah. You know what else is uh, charismatic? What? Superman. Well, yeah, he's he's uh he's a he's the Boy Scout yeah. of the Justice League. Yep. And, and and do you think he's back in the Justice League? Because I just saw it. I'm just asking you. What do what do you think? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've, I've read I've read the death of Superman. I I know he's back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this movie is. I'm just gonna do a quick review. No spoilers. Uh, oh well. For, first of all, if me saying Superman is back is a spoiler, hey, then I didn't I, confirm did, the, it. The, I didn't confirm. No, 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 no. I'm saying though, if I'm right, that is not a spoiler. It was so damn obvious. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh. Okay, this movie is good. It's not great. Okay. So, uh, in the DC universe, how would you rate it? In the DC universe... Or what, what would you put above it? What would you put below it? Uh, Wonder Woman so far ahead. Wonder Woman is so far ahead. This is mm-hmm. a lot better than, of course... Batman vs Superman is okay. So uh, if I had to put it in order of the uh, the movies that has been out for this series, I would have mm-hmm. to say Wonder Woman's the first. Uh, second yeah. one would be uh, Justice League. Mm-hmm. Third one would be um, Man of Steel, and then the fourth one would be Batman vs Superman. Okay. Um, what can I say about this? Because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, I that is that is kind of what I've been hearing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also heard that the movie kind of suffered from the harsh editing because I think the movie studio did tell them you have to keep it under two hours. Yes, and here's another thing. I think that if Joss Whedon didn't get onto the project i think this movie would have bombed so bad i I think uh zack snyder would have flopped another movie (laughs) and it kind of shows because there are moments of the movie that you kind of go oh okay 
that's really funny. And you could totally tell that, you know, the, those are some of the, the Joss Whedon jokes, you know, something that we're like, oh, okay, that's really funny. And I, I guess a lot of the scenes, I kind of noticed that it, it feels like they had to reshoot. And some mm-hmm. of the things felt like it, it, it was forced upon to change so, the, the, the outcome of the story. So things were like jammed into place. Yeah, and I could totally uh, tell that, that they were... That weren't originally. Yeah, I could totally tell that they were trying to transition to uh, another scene with another story. And then they had to like, you know, move things around. And I could totally see it. I don't know if other people were able to see that, but I was able mm-hmm. to see a lot of that. Yeah, well, I think that that's what I've been hearing from the critics. So I think the critics can notice it because that's what they do. But audiences don't really seem to care. Yeah. And so, so critics review 39% so far, with it being in theater for a day and a half. Uh, audience score 86%. See, another thing is there was a big controversy today that uh, someone was saying that the villain that they chose for this movie is probably one of the like weakest and most uninteresting villains that has ever been uh, made in the DC universe. And out of all of the villains, this is a villain that they choose. And then uh, Joss Whedon, Steppenwolf? yeah, Steppenwolf. And then Joss Whedon liked that person's tweet on Twitter and then uh, a bunch of people started uproaring and saying, Joss Whedon, you shouldn't say, you shouldn't uh, like a comment like that because that's a disrespectful thing to Zack Snyder's vision, blah, blah, blah. And, oh, whatever. Yeah, it's kind of like whatever. He's just trying to say, yes, this guy is really weak and uh, yeah, we could have chose something better. But, you know, he, he didn't really disrespect Zack Snyder in any type of way, you know. He's just finishing the movie, and then yes, Stephen Wolf is is a weak character, you know. Okay, look, you, criticism is not disrespecting. No, and, and I think that, that that's that's the world we live in now, where people are like, unless you agree with me, you're being mean or you're bullying me. Mm-hmm. The people take the whole. If you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem mentality too seriously. Yes. Yes, I agree that, you know, maybe as a as a business decision, him liking it was not the smartest choice. However, he is entitled to his own opinion. It was not his decision to put Steppenwolf, and he would not be able to change it. Exactly. Uh, and I, I think without him, he, he the movie would have been like 0% instead of like 30-something, you know? Yeah. But the, did Joss... Because Joss Whedon was brought in... When it was done uh, shooting. The movie was pretty well, much done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, I'm saying... But he was brought in, and people were excited that he has the ability to really show, uh, show a team bonding. Mm-hmm. Show it like organic... Like, show that, that team mentality... Do you think he pulled it off? I I thought that he did a good job and he was able to do what he needed to do to bring the Justice League together. And in your in your opinion, do the characters seem to care about each other? Yeah, I think so. Okay. They they had very good chemistry. 
And okay. I was really surprised to see that I cared about this movie more than I did with Watchmen. I had really high hopes for Watchmen, and Zack Snyder had a really, really good vision, but the way that he told the story was so weak, and his uh, direction for some of the female characters was way too cheesy for me. Yeah. Like, Silk Spectre was such a... <laughs> She's such a whore in the movie. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of expected. Yeah. But other than that, we did talk about something really interesting that I would like to bring up, but I don't really want to confirm anything. We did talk about Superman's mustache. Oh, was that noticeable? I'm going to let you watch the movie. Okay. And you let me know what you think. Okay, we'll do. All right, so I know we're running along here, but I just want to co- quickly cover since we mentioned the beginning of the, of the in the intro of the podcast, mm-hmm. uh, Future Man. Yes, I was really excited for this show. Did you check it out? I haven't got a chance yet, but uh, I'm going to. Okay, so I'm not going to go into tra- any spoilers. Then I'm just going to qu- do a quick recap of it. Uh, so Future Man is a combination of Back to the Future. Actually, the last Starfighter in Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Uh, the humor is very Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. <laughs> like, just raunchy, stupid jokes and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and the violence of Terminator. <laughs> oh, man. It sounds like an awesome show. It's Be careful, though. Because you got to remember, this does come from the mind of Seth Rogen. Seth, Seth Rogen. I was just the father. <laughs> Seth Rogen. Uh, there's a lot of uh, dick jokes. There's a lot of... Well, not a lot of nudity, but there is some nudity. I'll put it this way. There is a scene where Josh Hutcherson is fighting Josh Hutcherson naked. Uh, a penis all over the place. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, this is happening. <laughs> Uh, the characters are, are are a bit annoying at first, but you grow to love them. There's a, they did a really good job with the character arcs for each of them, mm-hmm. and they it, you might have missed it until later on in the series that they they show you almost like a side by side of how they used to be and how they are now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the cast is Josh Hutcherson who plays Josh, uh, Futterman, mm-hmm. which looks like Future Man. Yeah. Uh, Derek Wilson plays Wolf, and Eliza Coop who plays Tiger. Uh, so what happens with the show is uh, Guy Josh is a janitor. No, his life isn't really going anywhere. Still is at home with his parents and just plays video games until he beats one video game that turns out was sent to the past from the future to find the hero that will save humanity. Future Man. Future Man. Well, Future Man was his screen name, mm-hmm. and that's why it just kind of it stayed with him. Yeah, uh, it's a lot of it's a lot of things that get screwed up. Um, one thing, once you start watching it, you will notice it is a very video game story, mm-hmm. in the sense where you know the game is going to screw you over one way or another 
until you get to the last level. <laughs> Sounds like fun. You see, that's that's another good thing about uh, video game adaptations. Uh, mm-hmm. They they usually don't end well, and the story's just whack. But this sounds like something that, uh, well, it has no relation to any video game. So it has, no. you know, a, a better um, a storyline because they're able to develop so much more. So, Yeah, oh my god. But one of the characters, uh, Wolf, fair warning, he has the worst Batman voice ever. <laughs> and one thing that, uh, that Wolf and Tiger, which are the two video game characters that came to life, uh, one thing they do when they're fighting is they call out what they're doing. So Wolf will be fighting, and he'll be like, throat punch, backstab, <laughs> neck slice. I'm like, what the? <laughs> that, so I, 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 they're trying to be like Street Fighter, like Hadouken, and then yeah. You know. So pretty much, like they, they're very video, and I think that adds to what, what I was thinking, like what what I was saying about the movie. The movie or the show is a freaking video game. <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, so I, it, I guess this is a good show because uh, Seth Rogen has been producing some really good stuff. So I, a lot of people have been saying that he's probably Hollywood's next big producer. Oof. Hey, he's got know. Preacher and it's doing very yeah, well. Yeah, but <laughs> at least with at least with Future Man, it's not going to be for everybody. Yeah, it's it's very rough, and you'll see it. So um, overall, did you like it? Would you tell everybody to I, watch it, or not everybody? Okay. <laughs> uh, I would say you have to, I, I, adult audiences definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of puking. There's a lot of ween. Um, there's a lot of just violence and stupid puns. <laughs> but it, I, I would say the first two two episodes are kind of rough. Mm-hmm. Like I really had a struggle, but once I was past those episodes, I really got into it, and I and I, I started to enjoy it more and more. Oh, I see. Okay, I'm gonna yep. check it out tonight. Yep, yep. Uh, and we'll talk about it more next episode when we have more time and once you actually see it. Yeah, we'll probably be talking about uh, Justice League and Future Man once I see it. Oh, and I got my movie pass today. Oh, nice. So you're gonna be checking out some movies. Hopefully, I'm off next week, so hopefully. Mm-hmm. Um, the creepy part is, I got my pass, I open up the envelope, I'm like, oh, sweet, got my card, I put it down on my desk, I sit down and go back to work, mm-hmm. and then I get an email 15 minutes later saying, oh, we see you got your card, it should be ready to go tomorrow. I'm like, how the hell did they know I opened it? <laughs> there was no tracking, and literally, the mail was just delivered. They have some cameras, uh built into the card and probably self-destructed i don't know i just i was like okay that's creepy yep <laughs> all right so if people want to uh, uh assist you with buying the new tesla roadster how can they do that they can uh sell their house and uh give us all their money <laughs> yeah seriously at that point <laughs> Well, other than that, you can go to www.the2oc.com and click on Buy Us a Beer button. So then we can just drink about, you know, our sorrows away where we can't afford the Tesla yet. Maybe someday. Or 
they can go onto our store and buy stickers and uh, t-shirts. Yay. All right. Sorry. <laughs> got something. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And if people want to follow us on social media, they can go to, they can follow us at the two OC on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Wow. I've really phrased that badly. <laughs> and they can also send us emails to mail at the two OC.com. Is there anything else besides uh, critiquing what I just did? <laughs> yeah. They can uh, send packages to PO box. I'm just kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> we one day we'll have a PO box. Yeah. All right. For the two OC, I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. I need sleep. <laughs> Later. See ya.